Welcome. Welcome to Wavs. Welcome to Wavs. Episode four. Five. Five. If we release four. Oh, that's interesting because five is my favorite number. Is five your favorite number? Five, five. May 5th, Cinco de Mara. Don't forget it. <sighs> that works too well. God had a plan. So five is your number and 27 is my number. Yes. Which it's, it's birthdays. Which is, it's very predictable. It's, very <laughs> <laughs> it's predictable. We didn't overthink this one. Yes. Sometimes with the 27. Is green your favorite? (laughs) Green's my favorite. What's your second favorite? Blue. Blue? Like like cobalt? Like shades, like turquoise. What do you you even categorize that as? Um, Like the greenish blues you're referring to? I'm a green and red person, which is kind of controversial. Say it one more time. I'm a green and red person, which is controversial. Well, it's because... Red is a controversial one. Red's controversial. And with green, do you say red like, is it's your, Christmas. Do you say red is your favorite color? Green and red is my favorite color combination. <laughs> wild. Is it? I know. I think that's wild. It's Gucci. It's Gucci. Because it is. Gucci's green and red and brown, I think. Like neutral. Gold a little. Gold, for sure. Um, but then it's Christmas. You know, which is also people like to just say that green and red just means Christmas, but it, it doesn't. doesn't. Like, look at your plant. It's it, th- we're looking at a pot that's a beautiful ceramic red with green paint on the outside of it, and just like it's botanical, really pretty. and it's pretty, and it's green and red, dude. It's the best. But anyway, colors. We like to talk about our favorite women. If you start asking, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite? Animal? Oh, I could just you could, you could go for hours. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite dessert? <laughs> um, but yeah, but how are you? I'm doing very well. Um, me and Casey just moved in with each other, with sure one another. Did. We cohabitate, and I. How did you describe it? Um, it's just more. Bo- it's truly bohemian. It's truly bohemian. Like I know that word is a little cliche, perhaps, but it feels bohemian. We're trying to live, create, work. In the same space. And it's it's very compatible. It's very We're very compatible. good at communicating, which turns out is the key to literally everything ever. If you want to unlock your life, that's how you do it. Unlock your life. Sounds like an Oasis song. <laughs> it did. It really did. Like a Britpop. <laughs> Britpop man. Things are going very well already. Which Liam okay. Gallagher. Which all... <laughs> We just have to say earlier we were talking about how Liam Gallagher is the white Nick Cannon. So this kind of was relevant because I do feel as though if I had the power to impregnate women, I would abuse that power. Yeah. I I mean, that's part of it. That's just we have to accept that as the biology is like when you have that power, you always play with the devil, you know. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. It is. Do it. Do it. I mean, there are doctors... (laughs) who have like fertility doctors there was like a netflix special i think special there was a netflix <laughs> comedy special about fertility doctors <laughs> the way you said it was believable to me yeah they uh, knock up everyone that tries to get pregnant and um he ended up having oh, yeah, many children mm-hmm. which um the special <laughs> it's crazy people didn't catch on sooner but it was maybe like a very um 
where was it? Like, was it where everyone was white? Did he um, only do yeah, it to white Yeah, he was a women? white guy. I don't know. That's a great question. Do you know I, mean? I don't know if there was a race element or not, but and like, I didn't watch it. Actually, like two very dark skinned black people have like a, a yeah, like right? a weirdly like, light skinned child. Yes, or a bunch of white families, and the doctor's black, and then the mom, and then the the dads <laughs> are all like, "What the fuck?" No, I think it was pretty under the radar, and no one found out until much later when they did that twenty three and Me. Thing, which I ended up doing. I don't know if you gave the government your DNA or not. I didn't. I actually got spooked um, in a very paranoid era of my life, and I gave that my kit to my friend Sip at the time. So but now I think he has your DNA, or like his yeah, DNA and he's a black man. So I was just kind of trying to. Fu- I don't know if it's already registered to me. I assume it's just a kit you have to then register. Yeah. Did but you do it? No, but my mom was really frustrated with me at the time for not. Um, doing it and I think Mm. at the time I talked about this and shout out my really incredible father but like I just had this bad feeling I was like what if I find out like my dad's not my dad like what secrets will it reveal Mm -hmm. like I was just not in the space to get more information about my family sure and I think now everyone else in my family has done it so doesn't that mean I don't have to you do not have to do isn't it it gonna be the same kind of like information it's gonna be the same information you look at your brothers I mean we all did it because we had a moment of psychosis where we all trusted that we should do it (laughs) and we need to know does your dad regret it um good question (laughs) i think if he and i talked about it and i told him you know some people say that when you do 23 and me that they have your dna i mean they do you know like they do (laughs) um and i think he would not be a fan of that now no but it's too late and we knew too little i guess they all take our blood in any way so they have our information it's kind of like i had a i had someone once reprimand me for using apple pay Mm. Because they could track me, and I was like, "What is a, a credit card?" We are being tracked, honey, and honey. It's being, a we are being tracked, comma, honey, honey. We are being tracked. I don't like it. Um, I I would long for a world where that weren't true, but yeah. it's also foolish to believe. It's foolish to believe. Well, it's like those VPN things, which I would take one of them oh. as a sponsor, so it yes, will absolutely yes, yes, yes. change my opinion a three thousand percent. If that, yeah, happens. I would love a VPN hider. Yeah, you, you rerouter, really so they think you're in Finland or something. Mm-hmm. I want to be in the Bahamas. But what do I need that for? Um, if you're looking at CP, <laughs> just for <laughs> CP, right? Yeah, I think it's if you're looking like at CP, <laughs> or you're like um, extorting people, it has, like it, bomb threats. So yeah, the average listener, right? the average person. I guess if you're just like your bank account info, you're extra nervous about it. But like, isn't my bank account info? It's too late. How many times have you had your credit card stolen? Ever? A lot. A lot. I was in the thought you were about to tell me you didn't because I was like, I feel like every no, six and they've months. like called like the scammy the scammers get me. They get my ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'll, I never fully get tricked. Okay. But I had an experience where I was at a Whole Foods and then I left, and then my bank called me. But he was pretty. They make it look like it's your bank's number. Oh yeah. That software is. There's websites that make things look like like a Spectrum website or a Comcast website, and you they take your money. Similar. Take your money. <laughs> they take your. They money. got graphic designers. They have marketers. They are smart. It's wild. And he and then I remember at the end of the conversation, I was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> it was probably something really basic, like <laughs> I don't think I should give you my social security <laughs> number over the phone. Over the phone. I actually wait. I'm actually feeling a little uncomfortable good instinct oh like really late into the call like i'm not an 80 year old grandma and then he started being like ma'am 
you're making it really hard for me to do my job. I'm sorry. And yeah. And I was like, wait, like, and then he like got real riled up because I was, I debunked him. They don't like that. I said fraud, fraudulent, fraud, 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 <laughs> fraud, fraud. <laughs> um, a big buzzer goes off and I'm like, didn't fool me. But I, I remember him getting angry and being like, that is so creepy. Some angry guy somewhere mm-hmm. got all my info except the exact pieces he needed to win the fucking jackpot. And yep. he is now mad at me. Oh, yeah. You just fucked up his quota or whatever. I actually have a friend who I'm not going to name who did this. Okay, as a for job. a living, and he is like morally and spiritually questionable, mm-hmm. and I do love him, and I worked with him at a bar for a long time, and he's also someone who like gets like Amazon storage units kind of like energy, mm. like we're like we're like skipping job, getting to like there's there's an energy to those kind of choices. I yeah, think. if you're wheeling and dealing in storage units, like yes. moving things around, something's <laughs> in there. Yes, but I remember finding that out about him and being like, I don't know if I'll ever trust you. You were just scamming people. And they're probably grandmas. grandmas. Was your grandma ever (laughs) scammed? Oh, my God. I'm sure I I didn't cry. I remember once getting in the room with my Tata and being like, Tata, no. Get off the phone. (laughs) Get up. Your grandson is not in uh, fucking the Middle East. Always a grandson there. (laughs) You know, some random country in the Sudan. I don't know. Yeah, they're not in the Sudan. But I think realistically, I thought about that that day and i was like grandmas are so vulnerable in so many ways in so many ways that's why they all need I'm to be packing here. Hi. raisin is being really needy <laughs> which your grandma was almost scammed my grandma was consistently probably too she didn't have a lot of boundaries mm-hmm. and the, my favorite thing about my grandmother in fact was that when there was a stranger at the house she indulged to her fullest extent with cool. that stranger especially like handsome young men mm-hmm. until the end that woman had, like had a new boyfriend every day like the boyfriend would be the mailman or, or... like a carpenter someone coming mm-hmm. over to fix just random things around the house and mm-hmm. they'd like she'd be on like a full rapport like know his snacks know his name by like hour two good woman good woman good um woman. loves her boys yeah and she's a boy mom i my youngest nephew is definitely the favorite mm. like there's definitely boys being favorite energy yeah but you're the favorite oh no you're too quiet casey i'm sorry am i quiet keep talking hey baby hey baby oh was it really quiet that whole time just for a little bit of it i was really loud and then i made it quiet guys our setup is in an in interim because i just okay. moved in okay mara yeah. just moved in <laughs> okay we are surrounded by stuff <laughs> which i don't mind because i'm like i kind of mind <laughs> Yeah, I'm less tidy. I mean, but no, Casey's more um, artistic and she likes the process. And nice. I'm like a real fucking freak. We're OCD, both good for each other. Sweetie. Yeah, we're really, this is balance. Mm-hmm. This is important. Yes. But it's like, um, everything's kind of in shambles, but it's, it is actually delightful. It is. It's, things are alive. Things are moving around. Um, we fit two grown women's things into <laughs> a one-bedroom apartment, a, a cute apartment, a real so cute. chic. The right part of town, let me tell you, mm-hmm. couldn't be better for commerce. But but it's it's been a process. Um, but we did it pretty efficiently, I'd say, and quickly. I think we're extremely impressive, young women. Yeah, hang tight for a vintage clothing sale. Hang tight for vintage clothing um, sale. We need should to wait. Should we get into the docket? Sure. Do you want to start us? 
Like, <laughs> I want you guys to know that our docket is <laughs> serious. Super serious. First of all, first of all, we've been singing this song for a while. Well, since it. New Year's, because Mr. Corey Clifford, Mr. Corey, Clifford. who we are doxing, he knows great <laughs> tunes, and this was one of them. So, if this yep. doesn't chemically change your brain when you're feeling like shit, then you are doomed. Okay. <laughs> the spawn so, came in for like a cute optic. Yeah, this is Neptune. Sure the sounds, the sounds are scary, but yeah, that song has been the song of our week. <laughs> the dogs are gonna fight on top of me. <laughs> you guys fight off camera. Um, I just threw one of my dogs. <laughs> Don't call Peta. It was a toss. Um, but yeah, our docket. So <laughs> we do have a little bit of a docket. Okay, Raisin is literally on mic. Raisin, please don't fuck this up for your mom. <laughs> Seriously, I'm trying so no, hard. No, don't get me. Okay, just push her away, blow her away. Should I put them in the kitchen? I don't know, maybe. Let me put them in the kitchen. We can just, you can keep recording. <laughs> okay. I'll be back. You guys. Casey has two like really sweet geriatric pups. They're one's Neptune and one's Raisin, <laughs> and they're literally as funny as Casey. They smell like shit. Their mouths are <laughs> wretched. Did you hear me say that? Yeah, okay, so that's a dog this. bed being thrown. Okay. <laughs> they don't want to go at all. Oh, look at this. <laughs> okay, maybe we'll stop now. Let's try it for a second. And I can always um. I think they get it. I think they want to stay in for adult time, so they're going to try to regulate their behavior a little bit. Yeah. They do know when they're being I'm trying to ban them from the room. They go, okay, okay. They, <laughs> they hate okay. that. Okay. They hate that. Um, okay, the the very self-serious docket. Yeah. Do you have your notes? Or I, I mean, the main one that's in my mind is the farting thing. Oh. I don't know if we... We, so... You know, our p as people who have been in <laughs> relationships and are in them too, not to try to spill your tea, and are in them too. Yeah, maybe Mara or me. <laughs> it's one of us. Um, you know, like the farting thing. So I know this seems kind of obvious and like a really played out subject, but truly, it's a tense one because you're trying to. You're trying to keep this illusion that you're just the hottest person on the planet. You both are, whether that's a, a hetero relationship or a homo. But like, <laughs> those are the two options. Those are the two options. But it's how and when do you, ex you know, sort of expose that? Like, how do you how do right. you handle it? And both of us have had experiences where, you know, farting has come into play for us or others. Right. And I think realistically, I do believe that you should to the best of your ability like just try not to fart in front of people you love as long as you can just as long as you can and sort of like daily reminder like you don't have mm -hmm. to do that and i don't really even have to like have that conversation with myself but i do feel like there are a lot of people who just like will shamelessly oh man. rip okay my ex and I had a friend who, I mean, a lot of men do this. Tell sure. me if you've known them. They will try to push it out as hard as they can. 
Yeah. And it is funny. <laughs> it is funny, but you're like, fuck, you just tried to, you, you pushed that out so much louder and harder than it needed to be. But we had a friend who would do that who would just make his farts so loud and one day his niece was over who at the time was maybe four and he ripped ass so hard on his niece who first was like ha like the little girl was like that <laughs> and then we all started laughing and then she just started crying so hard and he literally farted on her head it was the funniest thing ever but i felt so this little girl That's wanted to laugh insane though <laughs> <laughs> like at all I'll think about it yeah a child. I recently <laughs> woke myself up. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! Thank you for admitting it. <laughs> from the from truly, I'm I'm really so sorry. We won't talk about this for very long. I'm appalled. Yeah. From the smell of my own fart, I woke up. <laughs> but, Women be farting. But my memory, and then how it's retold by my boyfriend, is that I woke up, <laughs> smelled a terrible fart. I knew I was responsible You're for like, it. And I proceeded to wake him up and go, <laughs> smells like a fart in <laughs> Smells like a fart in <laughs> You were seriously like, I was like <laughs> you were half asleep. You were trying to still make it cute, but also s- see if you could palm the blame off on him. I was like, any... <laughs> I still think you could have. <laughs> I could have been cooler and it would have been fine. Yeah, I think you still could have been like, you did it in your sleep. <laughs> like, he did it. He claims he literally can't fart in his sleep. Really? Because <laughs> he's so uptight. Like, his asshole's just clenched <laughs> hard. Might I think some true. are like that. <laughs> Not all men. From fear. From fear, yes. So, after you, after this happened and then you guys discussed it the next day like what was the sort of energy around it was he grossed out was he <laughs> laughing it was a full laughter i felt like Good. i was so validated in my love uh it just solidified your relationship yeah because I, I didn't feel you can't be chewing on camera guys come on this is our babies come on guys hey look just alive. be good look, look cute look pretty camera. and cute down raisin down down Fast foot forward put okay. your heels on um <laughs> they're so funny i feel as though i knew i didn't have to like actually really worry about if he would still love me and that was like a moment in itself where it's like i never could have imagined i know a love so strong and pure as to forgive a, a very beautiful woman doing something so wretched yes like and you've been together for a short while a short amount of time um so i also give you some respect for um getting to this point right now thank you so much because it could take a lot longer sometimes just because you're holding it in you're getting stomach cramps right. you're mm. feeling bad because you're like i oh, was I poisoned to. just to be clear i would never tell that story if it weren't a story of me being poisoned she was sick I was a, has he not farted in front of you yet oh yeah he has but okay. like once we were in a hotel and he like went to the couch and mm-hmm. like just sat and kind of like <laughs> looked away and I was like I know what you're doing yeah or they kind of do this where they go like that do you That's ever notice funny. people yeah. doing that and of you're like you're farting of course. it should be I think you called me out on picking my nose recently and I was like <laughs> you're right <laughs> I was like I was like we all have habits that we don't realize we do well it's also it's to say hold on I'm looking at you look at it we're talking guys keep talking Am I still really low? You don't know what you do, girl. You, girl. 
Okay, I don't know. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. We're going to listen back to it. If I need to change the I'm decibels. A little, I'm a little stoned. And I do think cool. that these levels are overstimulating. Yeah. It's a lot of levels and technology. We're in logic, everybody. We're talking about how James Blake, in a, maybe on a pod, maybe yeah. adjacent story from someone on a pod, mm-hmm. disclosed that he... While on mushrooms, like yes. really, he had like trouble with his phone. It was demonic, mm-hmm. right? You're yeah. telling me. Yeah, he was describing how the phone looked really scary, like a black hole, and he like knew it was like bad or yes. something. And I've had the exact same experience with mushrooms, where it's truly like you like look in it, and it's sort of like it's so tempting, but like a mirage in the desert, mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. you sort of are like drawn to the idea of it, but you know it'll hurt you, or you know it's yes. like a, a fake reality, right? Anyway, well, on that note, like I read the book Ready Player One in college. Um, I don't it's a movie as well. I think Steven Spielberg directed it, but it basically is sort of what we're living in now. I mean, we're not, but we kind of are. We're our phones. We have to have a phone. If you're not on social media or anything, which some people aren't, you're still you're so connected to it. You can't live without it. You can't even live in bumblefuck without it. I mean, you can, but you can't. Like everything's online, like everything you do, you know, you have to for your bank, for other shit, for paying bills, whatever, unless you live somewhere cute where you have to like walk to the post office to fucking do your shit, which is adorable. But um, yeah, I mean, truly social media and all that stuff is our new reality and it's almost the way we live outside of social media like actual life becomes less of real life that's what the book is sort of about like as you know conditions worsen and whatever the fuck um and i remember reading it and being like ah this is like you know whatever i mean this wasn't even that long ago so shit was already like this but that is sort of it's fighting against this this idea that our real life is online it's like no it's not and it's a it this is, is real though this is real this is this happens to find its way online yes but it's truly it's truly like <laughs> underneath it and like underground you know so this <laughs> this is real well i do think it's like it is. It, it is to say it's like within the context of anything you want to do there's this constant parameter of who's doing it at what level and who's making what amount of money doing it and mm-hmm. what exposure something needs or has or then warrants is like yeah. truly to me it's like it's the death of expression like yeah. that's so corny but it's just like i think casey and i are in a position where we're realizing like our gaps in our creative life and also like relationally the things we truly want fucking make and mm-hmm. I think it's an interesting thing to try to have expression in a time that is so centric around making money mm-hmm. likes verified likes and verifications and like these are all things we know like it of course this can come off as like a trite conversation yeah or like me, bitches wish they were verified right we don't it's like I, it's like why is this illusion maintained when it's not maintained at all and Mm -hmm. i know this is like a maybe like an overarching question of just like we know and it's like we want to participate in this we want everyone to be able to connect but just Mm -hmm. to stay grounded enough to not fucking fall for too much of it i know don't like we all get to make things and enjoy our lives yeah no one gives a fuck about what you're doing it doesn't matter no one like 
anyone who doesn't receive you yes it is as it's not even a bad thing no it's just there's only so much access we can have to humans and and content yes we <clears throat> our circles are so big now but kind of superficially big yeah I would say I'd like, say superficially big for most people superficially big I mean if you're an influencer and you've got like 50,000 followers you I mean the, I, I just wonder like that doesn't really account to like reality to me like in real like it, this is just all an illusion like you yes it, it'll account to money probably and like which rules oppor more opportunities more, than more opportunities um but I kind of want to reject that too and be like I want to make things in real life um, it's just sort of battling the notion and like you kind of know that you need to advertise yourself in a way to get success or to get that. But I don't even think that's true, actually. I think it's all It feels fake. like it's inertia. It. It's like the very trite idea once again, but like who cares mm -hmm. of and we're in Los Angeles. So call it as you see it, but like manifestation, yes. like without like this true intention of what you actually want it's very easy even in a given day i think to sort of be like in longing mm -hmm. for like things you don't even want but yeah. when you get clear about what you want then mm -hmm. you are illuminated to the things that are like truly like as though your mind's on mushrooms yeah made up yes and you can't really know what you want until you get off of the internet for a period or yes. you have a break or just really are good at separating or yeah a romantic break totally because Truly. otherwise you can't even think about what you really want because you're inundated with so much stuff which there's positives to that of course but it's like man i don't know how people these days even like figure out you know like how like what to do or like no no wonder people get frozen too is because right like how that focus i i often find myself having a feeling in the morning where i wake up on like let's say a day off or a day that's like semi-structured mm -hmm. i wake up and it's like i i really do actively resent the idea of add and i know it's like helped a lot of people and that's fine but it's like i think in these times how can you not have like a deficit of attention and simultaneously be like I could do kind of anything and on top of that there are all now these like perspectives I have of what other people do mm -hmm. so what instead their of, success which like, like again has always existed and like at least since capitalism because it's like aspirational shit mm -hmm. but within that I think it's like it used to be like here are several sets of ads that are like inform you of your aspirational life mm -hmm. and now it's like there are three million accounts more doing influential jargon oh yeah trying to tricking your you, ass tricking you selling you selling you totally so, like their life is so much better so it's like even in the morning now i find myself sometimes where i'm like okay like you actually have to ground into <laughs> what's already intuitive to you maybe like yeah put much, your blinders on yeah. and really go back inward yes to be like what was i like yes. as a child like yes. what did i enjoy yes essence to mara essence to casey and i think there is a youthful like i think kind of looking back at when you're younger and more pure and not aware of shit you know and you're just like playing in the dirt and whatever we did drinking capri sun i think there was a lot of drinking capri sun and i think there was a lot of like that's when the thinking happens yeah and it was like i remember i like remember the age before this level of technology but i remember the age where i was like this woman by which i mean girl because i was in fourth grade third grade i was like she's such a better technical drawer than me that i should mm. i should give up on art class 
And I remember those like those like moments start like they sort of start happening young. Yeah, and they and, inform you. Really and they hard. inform you really hard. And I was like talking to a group of peers. I will say recently on a set of like I was in a styling team, and it's interesting to watch the people who. And this leads me to another thing on our docket. But it's interesting mm-hmm. to watch the people who are like us in that like there's almost a delay on the permission to just exist. Mm-hmm. There's like a heavy amount of personality and like perspective, but we didn't give ourselves any space for it. Yes. And then you look at like terribly obnoxious average people. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that with We're love. saying it. God, and we're saying it. And God does love them. Yes, but we're all children of God. We're we, all children of God. Yeah. But those people often just have this innate belief where if it was instilled in them, I don't know, whatever, where they're Mm -hmm. like, I get to do this. I do this. Yep. And so it's like walking away, realizing like, Oh, I have like a, almost a familial level sense to people who have a delay in allowing themselves to like not procrastinate, Mm -hmm. pick up the fucking mic, pick up the thing. Yes. To enjoy your life now instead of waiting for the person to tell you it's your turn. Yes. Like, like, no, no one's going to fucking do that. Right. Which is, again, brings us back to Casey, who is an amazing writer and creative. Me okay. starting to act, us starting to actually do that. Like, yep. we're putting it out here right now. Like, look out. Like, it's so fun. Yeah, like, you if, can just decide that you're going to do it and just wildly believe in yourself and put the work in. Hustle it. Hustle it. It takes but hustling, but yeah. There's nothing shameful about being proud and motivated Mm -hmm. and engaged and Mm -hmm. i think in a stagnant two and a half years post pan we're finally to a place where it's like what's Mm -hmm. the thing that like you like what has been plaguing you what has been afflicting you Mm -hmm. instead of what can you cut and how can i be better and i need to smoke less weed i need to again a lot of us need to do all of these habits drink less whatever but it's like what can i fucking add back into my life that i haven't had since like my purest adolescent Yes. Dress up. Like, what is it? Fucking freak out. Dress up. Yes. Sketches are literally all Mm -hmm. our childhood was. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it makes sense that that feels so comforting. Oh, sketches. Yeah. It's like we like when you were younger, everything was a sketch. Like everything was a joke and everything was like. Yeah. You had to be so much more creative and you just were so much more free because you weren't remotely on a phone. They didn't exist. At least for me. I was like, what's fun? Much later. Funny. This is oh very, my god! This totally. maybe like too high arching of a convo, but I'm like, this shit is actually what matters. Yeah, I want to do less. For me, I want to do less of thinking about doing something. I want to yes. do less focusing yes. on what I haven't done already. Yes, because there's a term for that. Yeah, what is that called? I mean, it's I procrastination, know, it's just, but, but it's like there's past. It's like obs- when you stay up consumed with yeah past self and right. that informs your present instead yeah, as of if i don't deserve it now because yes. because i need to punish myself for um, some arbitrary age limit that you had a, somehow yeah. given yourself maybe right just because lil yachty got famous at 17 was i remember 17? talking i don't know how old he was he was so young and i was him. like god kids get famous are like also hit it to get famous that young i know i mean that's how exceptional he is Robbed I love him. Robbed him of something, maybe, though. Everything happens. Oh, no one gets a free lunch. Like, Taylor Swift got famous at, we discovered, like, two years old, or <laughs> what was it? Like In 2008, she had a hit off the album Tim McGraw. Her album Googled. was called Tim McGraw? <laughs> Apparently. That's cool. That's the coolest thing she's ever done. She's always been, like, kind of horny, but... 
She's the most unsexual human being. <laughs> I think it's wild if you love her. I think it's a wild choice of an idol. This is why we're friends. Because we do not get it. I have She's, never listened to a single Taylor Swift song. I literally in 2008 let it ride for a minute. And then as soon as my intuition fucking solidified, I yeah. said, get this whiny fucking bitch. This gangly ass bitch. I mean, this horsey <laughs> God. like there's something Sorry. no she she's so rich we can say whatever you want to rich people <laughs> um no i'm kidding but no she annoys me i've never listened to a single song actually and but yeah she got famous so young and lil yachty did and all these people um which is an important detail but it's hard to live in that in the world where you're like oh there there's people on instagram who um, now their whole jobs are online and they get paid a ton of money and they get free shoes and bags and all these things and they must be so happy. Everything's yes. perfect. Things are provided. God, like every, that is the, that is everything we yeah. think. We think, yeah, it's like, oh, actually, no, like the real work is spiritual. It's internal because you can be freaking Anthony Bourdain, rest in peace and be miserable, obviously. And so it, it, but doing that, this is all like mental chess where I think, where I know some people are like really good at putting their blinders on right. and like doing the work they want to do and, and not really, and I think that is the key is really not concerning Friend of yourself. Friend Asia, from a very young age, I lived with her like different times in my life mm-hmm. and she would like, she drove a cool car and listened to Lil Wayne really loud and it was very, like it was very informative. But okay. simultaneously like, she created a business in Barcelona, like sold it. She's, she's just this, like, she just is a business baddie. She's our age. And she does have this ability to be like, no one else fucking matters. Mm -hmm. Like she learned it at a young age, crazy stuff in her family. She always fucking was just like, had like the vision and was like, Mm -hmm. stay the course. And no matter how chaotic her life got, and her adjacent like the addiction around her whatever shout out asia i love you mm-hmm. it was like this crazy like she was the first person in her family to leave the states let alone indiana and she's like married this belgian guy great guy lives in barcelona and everyone's like what are you doing yeah, like what and she literally had some bandwidth and some wherewithal which we all do these people i respect all have this ability to be like i don't care what I was supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. and I can't actually help it but literally do exactly what makes sense to me and the more you can come into that like inherent I inherited the right Mm -hmm. to pursue anything I want right and that no one knows what they're doing and they're just doing it it's truly just the drive and the and the the ability to just go for the yes, thing, 100%. not care, do whatever. If it's curious and pure and it's coming from your heart, it's going to be somewhat good. You know, even if it's bad, it's going to be good. Um, and you truly can't care. You have to put, you have to try stuff. And not get, I think that sometimes it's a little bit like being in a room of comedians where you say. You're so annoying. <laughs> They're so annoying. Little, we love them, but they're yeah. so annoying. Well, it's sort of like, why would I add to the conversation right now? And like, this is with yeah. love. I say this. It's like, there's a feeling and it's something to check or not check, but it's like, 
sometimes it feels like there's so much content and so much like coming out. Then what's the point of me doing anything? Yes. And it's like, again, the lens is so weird in this time where it's like, that was never what it was about. And now even within our lifetime, Mm -hmm. just making shit can become heady because it's like, it is a little cringe when we're so exhausted. Like, yes, I feel for anyone even finding us on the internet because there's a level of like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're like digging through stuff. There's just so much out there to consume. I mean, there's so many films. There's so many podcasts. There's so many of everything where you, where you kind of feel like, I, you know, what am I adding? Or like, but that's, that's, we all kind of, everything accumulates. Don't go there in your head when you're, when you're starting something or making something. Truly just start. Yes. Um, and even if it sucks, like, Get high off of rejection. This is me talking out loud to myself, too. And to me, and I'm hearing it. Because I'm like, whatever. But I think if I'm trying to to get high off of rejection, get high off of not getting what I want right away, or whatever it is, because everything happens in due time. But I think if you can... I think microdosing mushrooms, which I've never done, which from what I've told, very cool for you, is that things become really like you're so present and yeah. you're not concerned with what other people's perception is of you. You're not yep. concerned of your own perception. You are not in your head about you know fucking social media and like the internet and like existing and like what is everything? Uh, what am I doing? Um, you're just there. Yeah. And so I want it without doing mushrooms every day. I want to access that access that like we're gonna right. we're taking a method acting class every day every time i go out and have an awkward ass conversation with someone in public yep. which happened today um cool you kind of have to fucking laugh about it you have to understand no one gives that it it's just it's the weirdest thing to simultaneously take yourself seriously by which i mean like making space for yourself making space for the habits you want cutting out things that are like just treacherously like boring to you Mm -hmm. but then simultaneously like also that thought was too big and i had to ground it down but essentially i do think hold on it's forming you know what guys this is where we're starting we we started at farts (laughs) i know i think all of a sudden i was like a little i was like wait a minute we can go back to farts. We don't even have to, but I did. I think that's why I stopped. I was like, wait, the docket. Why was I saying this? Mm-hmm. It's very. <laughs> well, we started with farts and then basically we got to why are we doing this? <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. That's what I love about Casey most. What is that? It's Tell just, me. So what's your favorite thing about me? I do think it's like we oscillate between such insane and such mundane and such grounded and then such lunatic yeah it's schizophrenic because yeah. the fucking world is schizophrenic and every day we are just battling to keep our sanity i'd say on god i'd say so on god on god so why not just have fun and be gay a little just like a little just a little gay just marry and gay in in lunatic news this was also on our docket which i'm not referencing except mentally i do remember a quote from yesterday in which Casey said why is it why is it always about Britney Spears why is there always something going on oh you said there was an article right yeah there's just like a recently yeah and I do think of neither one of us like cares particularly about Britney Spears but I do find it interesting because these are these are like the spooky things on the internet that intrigue me 
as the blanket a category of things I like. Or blanket as in blanket Jackson, Michael Jackson's son. Okay, keep going. Continue. And essentially... <laughs> I was imagining Michael Jackson's son. That's such a distracting interjection. What does he look like? Blanket? I don't know. His name is Blanket Jackson. What does he look like? I, I'm not sure. He looks like a white kid. Who did he procreate with? Michael I don't Jackson? know. I asked a that white question woman. recently. Yeah. A white woman, I believe, who I'm sure they, they may have slept together or somehow got Michael Jackson and Britney Spears is not so different. Not so different. Tormented souls? Um, Perhaps. <laughs> Sort of like melting as they get older. There's like a distortion of face happening to each it's of them. It's a melting and their pupils and their eye color get darker. <laughs> yeah. And like close, like the eyes are yes. inverting. Yeah. No, I really believe Britney Spears' eyes look darker and darker. Like there's something. But like, okay, happen. so I actually do think oh, yeah, this what's is happening? interesting. Yeah. In like a non-Britney fan way. So like I think this is really accessible and interesting. Put any knowledge you have in the comments i do like i've heard recently that people are starting to think she's not running her own instagram mm -hmm. because the videos are old and mm -hmm. she's praising jamie lynn who has his, her sister who has historically been like nemesis level right like they had a falling out i thought yeah recently so now it's only like weird old videos and again britney spear fans are like you they are like those people who can solve a murder i bet from yes. like their house. Yeah. They're remotely. all true crime freaks. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's yeah. the crossover of a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I think realistically, mm -hmm. I believe that. But I'm like, do you think they're like drugging her? Do you think she's like actually psychotic? Mm -hmm. Do you think she's um, like, do what do you think her husband's in on it? Like, do you have like an intuition around this story? Because I am sort of curious. So they said that people discovered this or kind of uncovered it recently yes. based off of the recent content based off of like context clues of like <laughs> i forget i can't i can't name them because i don't yeah. know like fa the facts of it i've seen enough of her instagram for sure yeah it's something about like <laughs> it's at her old house so it's not in her oh obvious which is and that's like jarring right but then there is something about I'd like I we could have done more research on this, but I just think it's a job. I'm more curious about your intuitive. Oh, I have I have perceptions because Casey's sure. the most intuitive. Like she's predicted a lot of the things that have happened in my life. Thank you. Yeah, I have a weird Irish psychic. You have an Irish psychic thing I. happening in my in my head. But I I remember when all the Britney Spears stuff happened in general or it was happening and I sort of I remember looking at her and looking at her face and at her spinning and at her like <laughs> thumbs like in her really low rise <laughs> pants and people like laugh about it and stuff they're like oh my god it's so great and like how funny she's a total mess <laughs> but um but she's a she's deranged deranged yeah she's fully deranged there's no one who I mean, again, <laughs> maybe she's a clown and she's doing ultimate performance. And oh, she, I love that version yeah, of the story. Yeah, she doesn't care about being ugly. Like she's the Aww. ultimate comedian, where she just she's doesn't like a melty care. face. Yeah, she's like, I'm melting. My mascara is running. My eyes are like black now. <laughs> and why are they black? Do you think? Um, I. What, what do you think? Is it a soul kind of thing that darkens both Michael Jackson and Britney Spears' yeah. eyes as they age? Oh, that sounds better. I mean, they put your mouth up the on the industry. front. What's the front like? Can this even turn to the front? I can kind of get the front a little bit. It matters. But 
yeah, I have this feeling that, well, she's definitely mentally ill. She has she has kids, but you, they're never around. They're not on her Instagram, which is good. I think most of the time. forget she has kids for this reason. Yeah, she has like oldish kids. Like she has kids with Kevin Federline, Popo Zhao, oh a Popo Zhao fame. Po, 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 Wigger po. of a lifetime. Truly, he's our king. Let me just play Popo Zhao <laughs> for a on. second because I had this on my iPod. I had the original iPod. What a delight. Um, and it was cool. Popo Zhao. Do you, do you remember? Th- okay. Okay, guys. I mix up their vi- Okay. Good. <laughs> this is how you danced it. <laughs> do you remember that? Keep playing it. Okay, I'm going to go to the chorus. <laughs> Look at the cover is him. The cover is kind of great. <laughs> oh, He's like holding a mic up, up to the screen. phone, like <laughs> like a gun or whatever to the camera. Um, anyway, she has a kid with him and then that dancer guy, I believe. But the gay dancer, the gay dancer. Um, I was one of the unpopular opinions that she needs to remain in a conservatorship. So interesting. She needs to be like on a farm, what? free range. But the so fence why, around it. Why is it that? We like Kanye West. Why is it that we, we like don't him. necessarily think Kanye needs to be in a conservatorship then? Um, Do you know what I mean? Because there's both signs sexism. of sexism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's next? Yeah, next. Yeah. Right? I mean, I... Women already <laughs> need a little extra help. Women <laughs> need a little extra help. We need. We all need a little conservatorships of our own. Just a little conservatorship every... A little guidance. Someone to watch our money. No, I mean, I I think Brittany to me looks like a mother who's about to drive her van off of a cliff. Yeah, it's different in the eyes. There's something not right. It's the scraggly hair. And and if I were to ever meet her, which I would never, there's no reason <laughs> that I would ever meet the way her. You said it like maybe. Though. But if I had to meet her, or whatever, if there was like a really dire <laughs> reason, um, I would be kind to her, of course, but. And, you know, she's a legend in her right. I remember getting her first album. I remember loving the song Soda Pop. <laughs> remember that song? Sing it. Um, I don't know if I can sing it, but it's it's also really good. I don't know if we also need to pull up Soda Pop for the haters. Soda Pop. For the Britney. I do think realistically it was a good era of music and pop. Yes, here. This is fun. That's the cover, remember? Everyone, that cover. That was back oh. when we could sexualize teenagers. It was back when we can sexualize them, and she has, um, like, there's some, like, islandy. <laughs> it's bomba glass. It, it works great. It's like Sugar Ray had that too, you know, where they had. Is that, wait, wait, I don't even know what you call it. It's like Jamaican or something. There was, like, a trend where, like, they had a lot of samples and songs that sounded like that it was like an island vibe mm-hmm. and now 2000s. we regenerated it with drake and rihanna i feel and then drake has a fake that accent a lot yeah it's called the patois, patois right mm-hmm. um but anyway Brittany, i she's i think she might be like a some sort of part of the system where when they need to distract the gays and the girls <laughs> they come up with some recycled 
like you know headline about <laughs> how she's needs help and how it says help me in her eyelashes or whatever that was a, i remember there was a story once where these gays Stop. were saying that it said when they zoomed in really deep on her eyelashes that were you know had mascara and they're like clumpy because Again, one of the reasons why we're concerned is her makeup is like really clumpy. Um, but Running. they claim it said "help me" or like "rescue me" or something. That was a rescue conspiracy would be on such an intricate thing to oh spell in your mascara. If Brit- okay, Brittany's a great dancer. She's a lot of talents. Like, well, respect. But I don't think that bitch is in the bathroom like uh, fully executing. Yeah, like magnifying glass. <laughs> she has her tools. She's getting attention. She knows where they need to look. Um, but no, I I find that it's sort of annoying. She curi- I mean she makes me very curious. I her dancing it 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 reminds it, me of Waiting for Guffman the movie. It was like a really dorky guy, but he dances offbeat and is like weird and awkward. Like she's dancing like that now. I do for, first of all it is about relevancy in like an obvious way where it's like Kanye's music has been good since yesterday like it's like consistently very good consistently whereas we're not getting any new production out of Brit so I feel like there's just this level of like maybe like we're de-investing in her at this point but Mm -hmm. I also have never been stand like I guess I also care more about Kanye West music I care so much about Kanye and sort of like mission yeah not in a lot of ways no, we're not a Jew hating pod. We're pro. We love Jew. Kanye. We're we love pro Jews. Palestine, but also pro Jew. Yeah, we love them all. And if you've, you you can love them all. So nice how you said that. I really felt it when you said it. We love it. I mean, we're not. Gonna <laughs> I really, him. I we're really concerned feel about like him. That was very godly when you said it. I felt it. You meant it. And supposedly, I'm sure he's not. He's you know we haven't heard from him in a minute. He might be missing. He might be missing, but I could see that being a rumor. Also. Um, but I would just, I'm like, please protect him. Like, I love, I, like, he feels like family to me. He's relevant. Sorry. To psychotic. a lot. <laughs> I know. It does feel psychotic in a time where you don't even know if you can wear your Yeezys out on the street. Yes. You know I bought I mean? Yeezys at a, I thought at a great time. I think it was August, late uh-huh. August. I got to wear them a bunch. He already was you like. You did get a good amount of right? use out of them before or maybe like more liberal side of town might not yes. be so receptive at Mar this and point. I are talking about whether or not I can wear them still which I think I she can definitely, and she will yeah yeah like I but can but do you feel as though that is going to ask for trouble I bet you in the wild in, the in a world side. where masks are, are there's still mask back. shaming in oh. 2023 I do believe there will be easy shaming and I think you're strong enough for mm-hmm. it so I'm not really worried about that Thank I just you. I wish you didn't have to consistently cross this with like same with your vaccination status, unvaccinated and strong, strong and unvaccinated woman to my left. It's like it's a warp to feel on edge about such mundane opinions, I think. And I do love this city, but I think it's like at lunch on set. One of the girls around me was like, and God bless her, was like <laughs> just bashing on like Republicans as a statement. Uh, Republicans <laughs> suck. It, that's like the most nothing statement ever. And I feel and like that. Do. And I feel like it also like it. It feels as though I'm time warping and I'm in like fourth grade and I'm like, who are, who is your parent voting for? And I'm like, oh, Al Gore. Yeah. You know, it's like that's the same kind of like tonality an adult. Mm-hmm. It's like 
a Disney adult, maybe, is a politic adult. Well, I remember the days when you did not tell people who you voted for. You but minded I, but your that election, business. That election, there My was that. My teacher in second grade asked the class who we would vote for. And wow. me and one lesbian rose our fucking hands. Rose and, up. And in this small little town in Indiana, and I said, my parents are voting for Al Gore. And I remember the shame I received. And Leanne was lovely, but I, it was no solidarity, really. And I remember from a young age feeling as though I was being persecuted for something that I didn't even like understand. When my mom, such a beautiful woman, was always like, who, like, who cares? Mm-hmm. What your neighbor believes in. I know. If we were to do that in Zionsville, Indiana, where I grew up, we would have spoken to no one. It was all Republicans who went to church. And I was raised by two agnostics who didn't give a fuck, but were very liberal. And I love that. I like mm-hmm. mi- like the essence of that. I don't think my dad is quite as much like that. Mm. But my mother has always been like, why would you speak with hate toward anyone if the idea is it's dumb it's literally if you want to be dumb forever and never be shame challenged people. and shame people and for think believing you're better in god than everyone. for having a diff- diversified yeah. opinion the inverse of either of those totally. depending on where you live yeah even disagreeing with something that is like really important to you it's like you have to be able to go out in the world and for someone to either not like you or just respectfully not like you um, yeah like truly not and even on that level it's like or even with what we were just saying you can get along with anyone it's really not as hard as i think and i i do understand that different people have different levels of emotional intelligence yeah and this seems like such a basic fucking conversation but at this point like entering 2023 talking about this like narrowing focus having a vision not really putting things in perspective to other people I feel like literally how we exist is putting ourselves in perspective to other people, Mm -hmm. shaming and hating other people's opinions, longing for validation amongst peers who Mm -hmm. aren't even peers. They just happen to have an aesthetic we might have on the Internet. And I understand this has been happening for a minute, so I'm not trying to, again, like be like, this is all illuminated right now today. Mm -hmm. But it's just silly. It's like there is so much of a time waste and this is setting us up for then just like existing how we're going to exist. But this is like a thesis statement episode of like who the fuck cares shut the fuck up wear your yeezys wear your whatever yeezys, wear a maga hat if you please fucking go bernie or don't literally be a marxist be a marxist be a fascist it's just at this point when there's like nothing but trying to get our heads back above water the same distractions that are being fed to us we know it at this point for those things to just distract us, for fucking these apps to like consume any part of your like belief system, just tr- like we all are literally, we get it now, and that it's never gonna just not be technology. It's never gonna not be an app, right? Like we are recording, we are using technology. But God bless Spotify for platforming <laughs> us and or whatever, right? Yeah. It's like sure we utilize these things, yes. but but you really have to to live outside of that as best as you can as even in LA can. even in New York like you gotta have a real life you gotta read you gotta be in like with your friends not on the internet maybe start weightlifting but like not in an intense way just in like a 
oh, like, yeah. kind of like a Soviet yes. discipline. Diligent weightlifting outside. You can just lift objects. Be in love if you can. If you can't be in love with your friends and that's just as good. Don't worry. Yes. Know that like you can have babies still. The world's not ending. You oh. can't, like, that language is insane. These are we're all we're right now. You and I are like truly like <laughs> mood boarding. I mean, yeah, I know. I like it's like we're like. No, as I look for a man in my life, I also am like, I can't deal with these dudes who are like... Say it. Say it right now. Man. It's say it morally wrong to have a kid. Pussy shit. And I'm just like, Pussy shove shit. it up your ass. Get out of my fucking... Believe. Be as stupidly believing as me Believe. that we can like procreate and have like a rock star kid who <laughs> is yes. like going to save uh, the world. It isn't... It isn't silly. I'm checking your levels. It isn't silly to want for things and it isn't silly to remain hopeful and yeah, I don't want to be nihilistic no and I recently was at an in-law now family event and it was a very brief moment of just like feeling alone in my belief in God and no one was shaming me delightful family but there was a like a more than resistance more like a hostility around the idea of what I believe is belief. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it was an intentional thing. And I really love these new family members, but it did make me think about like, why is it silly to fucking have faith? Like, yeah. why is it silly? And like, again, pr be agnostic, be atheist. I don't fucking care. And I hope you listen and I hope we relate on other things, but like this overshooting back of like, well, all this trauma with the Catholic Church and Muslim men hate the women in right. their religion. And it's just like, yeah. And I will never stop referencing that the only fucking thing that kept my family alive enough to even make it to this country was my grandmother's belief in God. That was it. Yeah. I'm you, you sorry. Can have just that and be poor and start from nothing and start your life. Like whenever like we get like, oh, shit's hard. Like we're trying to, you know, get our hustle together, make make things like get into the ring or whatever. Think about how your grandma and her family. OK, they came here with nothing, with nothing. And my dad brought a, a duffel bag full of textbooks because someone had like tried to like give him advice about coming to the States. I'm like, textbooks are so, like, mm -hmm. so expensive. Turns out they weren't more expensive. Ripped his bag at JFK Airport oh. as soon as he came to America. How old was he again? 26. Mm, just like a bright, like, young man. Great at his testing, was ready for med school in America. And, like, my grandmother, he wanted to be a mathematician, and he wanted to mm. live in Paris where his dad abandoned them and ran off and had a second family with. How noble. Well, not that, but yeah. And my Tata, I think as a manifestation, I, you can say this is a hyper controlling mother thing, or I see it as matriarchy. Mm -hmm. I see it as vision. She was like, we got to go to America. She knew. And she was praying. So like, again, yeah. to me, God informs things that like create everything. Mm -hmm. If it's not just like a linear path created by a belief by a God, then believe in like hope in general. Like I think... You can be a, like a cheerful, somewhat pessimistic person without believing in God and still channel this where it's like, mm -hmm. why is it corny and why is it wrong to be excited about the future? 
and right. not just doom and gloom and everything's bad mm-hmm. and why bother? It's like that is not worth living. And when you're dead, you're dead and there's just worms eating your face. And shut up if you want to say you have an angel that's so fucking annoying yeah, and gay. Right, that's so dumb. You must be like literally steps away from the loony bin. Yes. And again, maybe. And again, maybe. <laughs> and also, I love being super gay about stuff. Totally. I want to be gay. I want to be so much gayer than I've ever been. Increasingly gayer. I'm like, the every capacity for moment. being gay is like endless. Right now, I'm at like a quarter. I want to be a hundred like in a month. <laughs> I like that a lot. I know. I too. like that for us. And I like the vision. I like this. This is mood board episode number five. It's mood board episode five. number five. We're skipping around. Um, <laughs> but we believe in God this year. We believed in God last year, too. And, and on and off throughout our lives. But that's one of the things that that I, I also always thought was just I was mortified by and now I'm like oh my god I need all the help I can get yeah like we all need all the help we can get I'm not kicking God out of bed <laughs> you know <laughs> that's the clip. my mom would like that that's one. the clip I, I'm not kicking God out uh, exactly not this and time. again there will be more um re- like retarded humor there will be more everything there will be hopefully maybe i won't say retarded maybe i will i can't promise it but there's like gonna be a lot of like insights insights and i just think like saying this right now with you while having just moved in here life is fucking hard this is the one month anniversary of Casey losing someone really special to her to mm-hmm. her that I won't speak on. Yeah, it's it's the month that it happened. Yes, it's a month that her it's friend a couple years. took herself away from us. Yeah, and she was one of the most hyper creative people I had ever met to the Just, degree that I was a jealous hater a little bit. Absolutely. And the same here. I'm sure when I first met her, I was like, this girl is so just she just goes for it. She goes for it. And in the pandemic, she hit a low, yep. and it reminded me and Casey at that time, she, she more from that experience, me doing my own thing in the pandemic, like, things got really low. Things got very scary mm-hmm. and very unsure. Yeah, bleak. Bleak. Just, things were bleak. And so, like... A lot of changes. I was in a seven-year relationship, everybody. Seven, seven years. years. I'm 31 years old, and I was in a seven-year relationship that I got out of during the pandemic. And since then, in two years or so, uh, yeah, I've been single for a year and a half. So. It for really, it's been a year and a half. Now. I think I've been single for a year and a half. That's wild. I'm single. She's single. Also, I'm turning up your mic. Talk again. I'm single. <laughs> okay, I am single. I am single. I'm 31. I'm, I'm single. I'm an Aquarius. Mara is not single. But I, anyway, the manifestation of everything is gay and important mm-hmm. um britney spears is britney spears is struggling so though we we do look at her and we gawk at her let's let's have her in our best in our hearts too if not prayers kanye too like, we kanye gotta pray too. for kanye like he we don't know what's happening with him but you know mara and i happen to care and we're, we're kind of looking out for him too yeah there'll be more to come you guys thanks we'll for tuning more. in Thanks for tuning in. We love you. Bye.